Welcome to A Court of Transformation and Awakening. I'm Lori Gray. And I'm Amanda Grace Harrison. And today we are discussing chapter 25. Okay, guys, chapter 25 is summer solstice. The good stuff. We are getting into the good stuff, to the fun stuff. This is fun. I want to go to the summer solstice party. I'll tell you that much. Right? Right? Oh, my goodness. There's so... Oh, this chapter... And, you know, so we go through, for you guys who don't know how we do the podcast, this is not, um, most of it's off the cuff, but we kind of like read it, like we mark some things. It's like, oh, that's a fun passage. That's a fun passage. And then we just turn on the mic and record. We don't like script it out. Um, <laughs> but this one, I'm like, can we just read the whole chapter? Let's just read it all out. Let's just do a read along. I'm like, I think we just need to read. I'm like, oh, but no, that's so good. And of, that's so good. And that's so good. For one chapter. Oh, it's such a good one. Okay, it's such a good one. Yeah, so get your reading voice on, Amanda, because we need to hear oh a lot of this gosh. one. Um, okay, so we do, we do start, the, the chapter starts with a little bit of a um, concerning note, but then most of the chapter's not about that. But So she starts with, like, you know, Tamlin getting called away to the border um, after after we found the head. Don't you just love that mm. sentence? Just after I found that head. Um, and she sensed what he wasn't saying, which is the blight was indeed crawling from other courts directly towards ours. So there is this sort of ominous, big picture thing that's happening, um, and he's away for the night. Yeah, and then she but has then... this. She has this moment where she, I love, I love the honesty here, where she's Lucian. He had sent word through Lucian to make sure that she knew that he was alive. This is Tamlin, is the he in question? And then. Uh, even as a small part of me marveled that Tamlin had bothered to let me know about his well-being. I knew, I knew I was headed down a path that would likely end in my mortal heart being left in pieces. And yet, and yet I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> I just loved it. I knew, I knew what I was getting myself into. Right? Oh my goodness. And part of this being, you know, she's saying that she's really recognizing, she's like, the games these courts played, like with people's lives oh, as yeah. tokens on a board. Um yeah, where she, you know, she feels this draw to Tamlin on a personal level. You know, there's so much here that's like everything that she's wanted, but she's like aware. She's like, this is like the stakes are so high when it comes to fairies and immortality. And she's this human girl in the midst of it. In the midst of this crazy stuff swirling around. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, I mean, Cause we're drawing back to this chapter of like, oh, like killing somebody and putting a head in the garden was just like court posturing. That's she's a like, game. that's a prank. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's, a, prank that's a prank each other all the time. That's not that uh, prank. Uh, so, yeah, so this is kind of intense. So we've got um, we've got some really big shifts happening here. Big shifts in Printhia, big shifts for their relationship. And then, though, but then we just get to have this super fun chapter. In the midst of all the big things, we get to have this one day that's just so fun. So and fun. she wakes to the sound of merry fiddling. Mm. Look out the window, and I found the gardens bedecked in ribbons and streamers, fires, maypoles. Okay, so many fun things coming. Um, so she gets ready. I love, I, I flagged this little one at the, the bottom where she gets all dressed up. And she says, I might have felt childish with it on, but in the months I'd been there, my sharp bones and skeletal form had filled out a woman's body. Yeah, so this, you know, her sense of safety is shifting, but yeah, she's also just eating good food. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Goodness, like moving <laughs> plenty of it. Moving just out of surviving into thriving. Catch everything she eats. That would be yeah. Which was so funny. I was thinking. I was. Uh, I was thinking about that. I was talking about this recently. So whenever I was younger, like because I had like thyroid issues, and I you know, emotionally ate. I was definitely that person that like, if life was hard, my weight was going up, like stress affected my thyroid, stress affected eating, you know, and my weight um, got higher. And I just, I've not dealt with any, any version of that for such a long time. Um, But now if, if there's a lot going on where I feel stressed or like my nervous system is more in fight or flight, I just, I forget to eat. Like, and I remember being in that place and hearing people talk about that. I mean, like, I don't understand what you're talking about, yeah. and like, I could never possibly forget to eat. I'm thinking about food from the moment all I wake the time. Up. When I right? eat, I'm like, oh, I have to stop eating soon so that I can eat sooner. later. Right? <laughs> don't have oh my eat. goodness! Like, I mean, and I talk all about this, like in my book, like my like my thought process around food and it being like so, um, you know, so disordered and so so obsessive. Um, yeah, and when people were like, yeah, well, when I get stressed, I lose weight. I'm like, well damn you all to hell and back yeah. like, like i remember being so frustrated at people who that was their experience but now now like it, it's more you know it's more like this where like if i'm stressed i i disconnect from my body like i'm forgetting that i'm hungry and then i'll notice it's one of those things where like i notice i'm like oh okay i've lost five pounds what's going on oh stress yeah. there's that thing <laughs> it's a real thing uh-huh. and, and i'm the opposite i i i will well not the opposite but i'm I'm definitely, I do a lot of stress eating when it's like medium level stress. But then if it is really high, like if it's like a breakup or something, that yeah. is like, it will be at be least a, a few days or a week where I just can't eat. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah. Or I can only eat really bad for me foods. So. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. It's so interesting. But I, yeah, I think I think the parallel was I'm like, okay, I'm not a person who ever looks at a person's um, body and makes judgments, but I do think that like as each of us come to know our body and how it responds, it becomes one of those like indicator lights where sometimes like I'm I'm not always as connected to my emotions because I'm so we're so good at like downplaying, right? Like shoving it down, putting it to the side, but like our bodies don't lie and like you can see what's happening you know in the physical body and even though that's going to be individual for each person um yeah like i i remember in the past like monitoring my weight because it had to do with my self-worth and now now i check my weight occasionally to be like how am i doing in my nervous system because if it's going down it probably means i'm not eating and it probably means i'm not connected to my body and sometimes that like that's my inroad to understanding myself Mm. because i'm so good at just like pushing through things yeah but so whenever i'm in the place so like this moment too i have those moments where i'm like oh like i have boobs because that's the first thing i lose it's like oh look my bra's not saggy i must be in parasympathetic (laughs) rest and digest kind of mode (laughs) such sexy language you have for that oh my gosh right <laughs> i know right oh my goodness okay but so she feels good about herself but then also i love that she co- comes down the stairs well, there, there's just like a whole list of like new swear words that we all yes. have to start start looking at cauldron boil me <laughs> another point he says cauldron boil and fry me that's when he's like really having a moment oh. and here it's just cauldron boil. she looks positively fey she looks positively fey 
So she's more like looking at Tamlin to see if he's got an injury, but he lets her know she looks lovely. And she has no note. There is no negative self-talk that comes with that. Last time anybody called her lovely, she said, I'd never been lovely I'd a day never, in my life. Oh my gosh. So I cute. hadn't even I hadn't even Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, because the last the last time somebody said you look lovely, that was her thing. She's like, I'd never it was how she knew she questions whether or not they could lie yeah. or not. And so here here he says it and she, she that, just that talk is getting quieter. Something oh. in his soft tone made her want to purr. So oh. that's a very different response from ah. Um, though she does then have like a little cheeky comment of like, well, I'm surprised I'm even allowed to participate. But she only <laughs> says that to be cheeky because she says, I squared my shoulders, disinclined to let him see how much his words or voice or sheer well-being impacted me. So she, she's like, I'm just going to make a little, just going to, yeah, it, clip I'm still, instead of, still keeping instead a little, of going, oh, thank you. Right. It's been so long getting ready for tonight. I was hoping you would notice. Yeah. This is this is one of her this is one of her walls, you know, yeah. um, a little bit of her um, her attitude. Going to be a smartass instead. Mm -hmm. Still good. Okay, gotta love it. See, we're just going to end up reading this whole chapter. Yeah. This is going to be the longest episode ever, and we're not going to say anything three, about. We're still going. And <laughs> if we had just read it, it would have been over much quicker instead. Oh my goodness! Unfortunately for you and your neck, tonight's mm. just a party. <laughs> Do you get any? I bites. love that she's like. Do you lie awake at night? To come up with all your witty replies for the following day. Oh my gosh. And they're just, yes, yes I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like this. He's like, but this, it's a time when everyone can take, take down their hair and simply enjoy being a fairy, not high fae or a fairy, just us, nothing else. Yeah. Oh, that's um, wonderful. Yeah. So singing, dancing, excessive drinking, dallying. And dallying. Is that a word that is, is that dallying is like, I'm taking my time. I'm just that's like dallying. dilly dallying. For, for them, yeah. Dilly dallying and dallying are apparently different. Well, I'm pretty sure this is sex. Well, it, Some no, kind of. It, it absolutely is sex. Okay. I think, I think my question was, dictionary definition my question was like, is dallying. that a, is that a, like a, is that a term for sex that's just to this book series or do other people use that? Oh my gosh, we may have to stop. Siri, what does dallying mean? Right. Let's, I'm like, let's see. Let's see what it says. I'm like, is that just a Akota dallying? Siri, what does dallying mean? Oh, no, it is. Okay. Okay. So, no. Act or move slowly. Do you want to hear the remaining one? I want to hear yes, you yes. talk forever. You're so sexy. It's have a casual, romantic, or sexual liaison with. Yep. Well, yep. there you go. Yeah. So it's two things: actor move slowly. That's and that's ours. But that's, I was like, yeah, I've never dilly, heard, don't I mean, dilly dally. They did say our dalliances or something dalliances. at the, at the uh, fire night thing. So it makes sense. But casual, now, romantic, or sexual liaisons with yes. Yeah. But this was a this was the upgrade. this was the very first time I'd ever heard that word used for that was in this, and I thought maybe they had like Me made too. it up. Well, now we, we know, and now we all have another word that we can use for our casual sexual dallying. <laughs> not a word, that and we'll I'm probably, probably not going to tell my kids not to dilly dally because I can't use the word dallying around my kids anymore with a straight face. Oh my gosh! Yeah, now you're just going to laugh and be like, "What are you talking about?" Okay. All right. All right. So, so, so here on, we go. Indeed. On. Every brush of Tamlin's body against mine made it harder to avoid the urge to lean into him entirely, to smell him and touch him and taste him. I just love that line. I can feel that. I can feel that. Like, like, oh, like they're just touching lightly and it just makes me want to oh, lean in. Look at all of it. <laughs> I feel it. Oh, we are getting to the fun chapters. Giddy, giddy, giddy. Uh, okay. So we get to the party... Um, next. My next thing is this, the lovely buffet of 
summer desserts that she's eating. Oh my gosh, right. I ate my fill of strawberry shortcake, apple tart, and blueberry pie. No different from summer treats in the mortar realm. Alone beneath a sycamore covered with silken lanterns and sparkling ribbons. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and the, ve the very next line was what stood out to me, where she was like, I didn't mind the solitude, not when I was busy contemplating the way the lanterns and the ribbons shone, the shadows they cast. Perhaps it would be my next painting. So again, I, I just love that she's, you know, we're seeing the shift in her where, again, she's thinking, she's seeing all these things where like before every time she saw it, she's like that useless, horrible part of my brain. Now she's like, again, lack of commentary. Yeah. So we're seeing those shifts and also like, oh, maybe this will be the next thing I paint. And just the fact that that's now, that is now available to her. She's not in a place where, you know, where she was surviving and painting was this far off dream. Like we're seeing, you know, her just to have the freedom to to lean into this and as she's there we're having so there's so much less of her like negative self-talk it's so good yeah okay all right but then we get into <laughs> the fairy wine um yeah so she's like here's the you know she pours herself a glass i wouldn't drink that if i were you <laughs> fairy wine at the solstice but she does hmm, thank I goodness said, she does taking a sniff it didn't reek of alcohol in <laughs> fact i love this it smelled like summers spent lying in the grass and bathing in cool pools. I'd never smelled anything so fantastic. Oh, Can you imagine not yeah. tasting it after it smelled like that? I right? mean, you'd have to, you'd well, have to have had one. And again, they're just like, don't drink it. Just trust me on this. Right. Well, and, this, and that's, that's exactly her next thing. He's like, hey, hey, I'm being serious. This is bad for you. She's like, yeah, okay. But like, how are you like this trustworthy person? You also said yeah. to that witch berries were harmless and then you know and they weren't like yeah. he's you're probably just trying to stop me from having a good time and then oh yeah i mean no spoilers you guys have already read the chapter but i don't i mean doesn't seem like it was that bad of an idea to drink it in this situation she just you know had an evening of it yeah though it, i think there was another part where he's like basically having to like follow her around to keep her from like killing herself because yeah. she has Cause no might awareness because <laughs> i think he does it shows he does have that awareness of like okay if a fairy falls down and like <laughs> hits their head on a rock they're probably okay you're probably not That's like true. and he's never seen a mortal drink it so it could just be like fear of what, what is might thing? happen because he knows it's strong okay but every i tell you what there is there was so much in this where i'm like yeah, I'm like, I think I need some fairy wine. Fairy wine. <laughs> and, but it reminded me of, okay, so we had a conversation in the car the other day, though, about sort of um, increasing research around like psychedelics and things yeah. that that can give, I think, and I think that there are things in our world today that give people a similar experience. Um, yeah. And there's, there's increasing research into like psilocybin mushrooms and how it can help people. I think it helps people have a similar experience of, letting go of some of those mm. things that hold us down you know and then within that freedom like how much um healing happens but just read it like i felt like a part of me experienced like a percentage of that shift just by reading her experience of it and i'm like i just i i go i could go back to this one all the time but you know she took this drink okay so it's the most glorious thing i'd ever tasted but it liberated me from bonds mm. I hadn't yes. known existed. Yes, I have. I have that line in fluorescent <clears throat> yellow. I loved that so much. Right? And I also love that it was like a million fireworks exploding inside me, filling my veins with starlight. I laughed aloud. Oh. I want to try this so bad. If only we could have gotten a little taste of fairy wine 
Just for this podcast. Just for the podcast. Then been really giddy for the rest or for, of them. We need an in-person event, yes. right, with some version yes. of this. Which, you know, but it's interesting. So, I mean, this was just fairy wine. But, I mean, even, like, regular wine, you know, it's – or, you know, regular alcohol. I mean, I think that's – I think that's part of why there's such a – a lure towards it and why some people use it before you know different people use alcohol for a lot of different things and i don't think overall it's usually great for most people but it shuts off yeah it does parts it of the brain you from bonds you hadn't known existed to a times. certain extent yeah also makes it really hard to make good calls yeah which is what is happening to pharaoh as well i'm like yes. even okay if we go past like fairy wine just to like regular like alcohol um you know and i've i've seen so many people use alcohol for that because they have such a hard time letting down their guard around people and it you know it lets them do that um i would again i like the idea of just becoming people who live this way all the time but yes anyway i I wanted to swim in it wanted to uh, bathe in its colors and feel the stars twinkling between my fingers oh actually she's talking about the sky at that point uh, I thought she was still talking about very much. <laughs> I, I love, love how the sky was an eddy of molten amethyst, sapphire, and ruby, all bleeding into a final pool of onyx. That's the way the sky looks when you're on fairy wine. I love that. So many good things. I love. I also highlighted this part of. Um, it was just me and the music, dancing and dancing. I wasn't fairy, but I was a part of this earth, and the earth. I'm sorry, this is all like <laughs> like. I put my marker over it. Now I can't read it. And the <laughs> earth was a part of me. Mm. And I would be content to dance upon it for the rest of my life. Yes. <sighs> yeah. And I could feel the music around me like a living, breathing thing of wonder and joy and beauty. That's so magic. It's so good. It is. You know, and I mean, now you you do more um, dancing types of things than I do. So I'm like, I'm like as I'm reading this, Dance I, I think I had a moment. I'm like... I bet you've experienced this on this some level. Very familiar. Yeah, and I've had I've had like some moments of, you know, just occasionally feeling very connected to my body and feeling you know very grounded in like love and safety, you know, and like dancing by yourself. And there's something and like there's it's hard to shut off the part of me that's like, if anybody were to see you right now, like this looks so <laughs> ridiculous. But when I cannot, there there is something so so powerful about. I think dancing and being connected to our bodies. Um, yeah. Gosh, we need more of that. It's really good to do when you're home alone. Yes. Because I do it before my kids wake up. Well, not right now because we're in an RV. There's literally nowhere to dance. But back. <laughs> back when one was not living in an RV, I would do it before the kids wake up. And there was always that little bit of like, because every once in a while I'd look over and one of them was awake watching me like, well, what are you doing? Well, that was what, we, okay, when you guys came over for sleepover, that's what yes. Liz said. She was like, she's like, be careful. My mom will get up at 5 a.m. and you'll look in the other room and she'll just be doing weird stuff. That's what she said. And I was like, doing oh, weird I'm stuff. like the 5 a.m. dancing, but to a 12 doing weird stuff. doing weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what my dance, I apparently get a little less inhibited I, I think I do but when you I like I remember when you first told me that that like you're like oh yeah I get up at 5 a.m 5 a.m and do like a dance party like there was a part of my brain that like couldn't quite <laughs> again I love our friendship like I love our friendship but it I was like oh my gosh like that sounds so liberating where I'm over here like I need to get up and like follow the miracle morning formula if I have any chance of being a successful human it could be a part of the miracle. I don't know what the miracle morning formula is. I should probably learn that. But no, don't, don't, don't. This is this is 
white male culture of... I will take your... I will not treat you like you are Lucian, who might be tricking me about this <clears throat> advice. I will take your word and I will. Oh my goodness, it's not. It's not. Morning. It's not bad, but it's again. It's, that, it's that thing where it's it's written from this. It comes from this that this thing that we've talked about, like this myth of consistency, and like books that are written from men who have like a twenty four hour hormonal cycle. Oh yeah, it's like you yeah, need yeah, to get yeah. up at the same time every day and do the same thing every day. And that doesn't work. Like there are times in our cycle where I think that like getting up early is going to feel beautiful and there are times whenever we need to sleep and so the idea that like to be successful you have to do it and you have to do it this way and in this formula like goodness yeah that might no. be really fun sometime to put together mm -hmm. one that's like literally different every single day and it's like a 28 to 30 day cycle and like the one day you're getting up early and doing this and then two days later you're sleeping in on purpose and you're doing uh -huh. this before you start anything i like i really geeked out on the cycle syncing thing for a while um i think the issue with it was I, I can have such a tendency to turn everything into a formula and like a box I have to tick that it wasn't mm. doing the thing that it needed to do. And I had to pull back and just make it really general. Um, yeah, but I mean, because they, they, they have an understanding or like there are a lot of people who have mapped out like this form of exercise is best during this part. And then in this stage, it's this type of exercise and to be able to create like a whole routine around that. Um, just at the time, at the time, my like, over-focus, hyper-achievement, everything's got to be a do it exactly right get to get an A-plus gold star yes. kind of thing. I couldn't like separate that kind of energy from it. But um, yeah, but it, was, but it was so powerful just like thinking about that because more and more, you know, as of late, I'm like, okay, it's not just this, did I get up and do this like cognitive work? I'm like, becoming who we want to be like so much of it about having a fully embodied experience right where it's combining how we're standing and everything that's happening with our body posture and actually being able to feel the emotions and you know do this more embodied work and I'm like hmm. like when I think about spending two minutes like trying to fully embody who I'm becoming versus going through these however many things for an hour and mm -hmm. which ones actually impacted me more. Mm -hmm. I think a little morning dancing do us all some good. <sighs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It really oh, is. but Feyre, Feyre. Okay, so then, so she's dancing. And so she hasn't seen Tamlin up to this point. She doesn't know where he is. And then she realizes he's, he's, the, the he's on the fiddle. He's on that the she's so enjoying dancing too you know and this you know this i think this was you know big for her because she had seen him as his title mm -hmm. right like that he's he's the high lord and getting to see him not just as his title but as a person and she remembers that like he had said if he hadn't been destined to be a high lord he would have liked to have been like a, a traveling, traveling minstrel, minstrel. um and he couldn't, he could have made a killing at it, she now realizes, because he's so good. He's so good. Um, well, oh my when gosh. he says, I'll look, I'll look after, where Lucian's like following her around, trying to make sure she doesn't impale herself on, I don't know how you can impale yourself on a rock. That's a very sharp rock, well, Lucian. What but did you heck? remember, did you look at this too, that like, he wasn't really concerned about her. He's like, do you want me to kill myself trying to keep you from impaling your mortal hide on another rock? <laughs> Like he's not really like I care if you die. He's like he's like this is putting me in danger. This is putting me in danger, <laughs> trying to keep you safe. Come oh on. my gosh! Those of you who are like have crushes on Lucian, I'm like how guys? Like I'm still working. 
<laughs> it reminds me of oh my gosh i'm totally gonna i'm totally gonna reference twilight either y'all will appreciate oh my gosh, this or i had me. a huge twilight moment yesterday i've had a couple in the past two days twilight okay is resurfacing oh my gosh so i read that book so many times and that was it was like my first introduction to this world but then it was it was actually also the first book that i paid any attention to like the fan community i don't mm -hmm. usually i just read books and then i go on because i read so many um but you know got gosh this was so long ago I forget what it was. It may have just been an email list where like news came through. We were constantly looking at that. And then this whole like Team Edward versus Team Jacob thing. This was the conversation we were having yesterday. Me and some teenage girls at the beach. It was so okay. fun. I read those books. So I, I think I actually read most of those books. I think it was 21 times um, because this was my like. Oh my gosh. Because like I was so, this was like whenever I was disabled and like oh, I would have. So much. And I could read through the entire series in four days. It is very easy reading. Much it's an easier easy read. reading even than this. And when I was just like life was hard, yeah. I would just reread those books. I'm like, I just need like, it was sort of like comfort food. Yeah. I had like a, I, I couldn't eat food because I had like a paralyzed stomach. I'm like, give me my like comfort books. So I read them a lot. But I think. I forget how many times I read those books. And then people are like, Team Jacob. I'm like, I I don't understand why there is a Team Jacob. And I think I had to reread it twice. Like, Well, in the books. I love Jacob in the books. But I, I read the it. books after I'd seen the movie. Oh, in my the, gosh. And I guess that for me, like, he's, I love Taylor Lautner. He is adorable. He's a terrible actor, at least in that series. He is a bad actor. And they have no yeah. chemistry. None. And so I was not, I was the same no. way. Like, why would, that's like, you just have to really like dark haired guys in order, mm. like, there's got to be something with that. But then reading the books when he's just like pure sunshine, when she's in the roughest, darkest batch of her life. And every time she's around him, it feels like pure sunshine. I'm like, okay, now I get it. And now I'm totally, I'm straddling that line. I'm just See, as much Team Jacob as Team Edward, honestly. And like, I think, yeah, but when I read it, I'm like, I, I could not wrap my head around why there was a Team Jacob. I'm like, I don't get it. He's such an ass half the time. But I think that's the thing, like where, where I was in my life and what I needed at the time, like where Edward is... It's so not human, right? Because he's not. Yeah. And so like completely committed, undying. Like she could have done anything and it wouldn't have changed anything. Where Jacob's like, uh, you know, stop being a brat. You're like making me mad and then I'm going to punch you for it. And I'm like, I think I was, I'm like, I can't handle your humanity right now. I need something that's like beyond human. And I think, I think it did come from that place of me being, realizing like what a mess I was and at the time like struggling so hard i'm like yeah no jacob like yeah, i'm like i can't handle love. criticism yeah. i can't handle any of that and like i was so drawn to edward but so i went back through and i think it took me two reads of and a lot of times i would read i'm like oh my gosh can we just skip new moon and get back to the, this other thing and i'm like no okay i'm going to force myself to try to understand why there's a team jacob because when you're disabled what else are you going to do um and that seemed like that seemed like important work at the time <laughs> just important. i'm gonna do some hard work today i'm gonna really try to I'm really try to like team perspective jacob. and like and i eventually did but anyways that's well all done of you, you all of you who are team lucy i'm not there yet i will have to go back and reread because every time i read this i'm like it's just an ass like he just i just want I'm assuming there's gonna be more good stuff for them again i'm only i'm not there yet three so i'm assuming like Towards the end of book three or book four or book five, there's going to be some some more good stuff. But... He has sweet moments, but he's not my cup of tea. But yeah. anyway, so funny. But yeah, so many of these little moments. Okay, that was way off track. Twilight tangent. Twilight tangent. In the middle Twilight of tangent. summer solstice chapter. Summer solstice okay, okay. is just so fun. It brings up everything. So we were in Tamlin saying, yes. dance, Feyre. Yes. Dance. 
and she does. She dances just for him. He gets down on one knee and offers a solo just for her. <laughs> I'm just picturing this scene where she's like, I, and I glowed, my dancing becoming faster. It just sounds hilarious. Like, I can't, she's drunk, and so she doesn't know what she looks like. So I know, I'm imagining. Her dancing becoming faster is not necessarily good. I know, I'm like, okay, when, okay, so, like, everybody reading this, do we imagine that she actually is dancing this way that's fantastic, or is she just having a really good time and it's, like, a mess? That's right. I don't know. It's a, a mix, um, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's. But that's one of those, okay, Very so even fun. the idea of, like, he, you know, I'm just imagining him, like, down on one knee, like, playing his fiddle. I'm like, there's a measure of that that feels really cheesy and corny to me. Extremely. But, okay, <clears throat> I hadn't thought about this, so we're talking right now. But sometimes, if my husband does something that is actually really, really sweet, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, stop being, like, weird. Right? Like, the way that our insecurities, our inhibitions. And I, I think almost the idea of something that is actually really sweet and really um, intimate, right? It's, I think sometimes we'd almost like rather make fun of it and it be corny than like settle into that very intimate space of like, I think, I think that there are a lot of things in my life that could have been really intimate, like sweet moments that I turned to like, oh my God, don't be cheesy because I wasn't comfortable in, in like an intimate space. Isn't it fun getting older and growing up and knowing that you can have more of those poignant moments? Right. Because you're gradually becoming more and more comfortable with not having to turn it into cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I was just so awkward. My poor husband, like <laughs> all things like intimacy. I'm like, ah, that's wrong. you know, I'm just, I was so awkward. Like it was so, you know, it was, you know, it was sexually inhibited or whatever the, the language is, but, you know, but now we joke and the girls are like, we go on a date. They're like, what are you going to do? We're going <laughs> to like, what are you going to do on your date? Sit and stare into each other's eyes for <laughs> yes, hours. <laughs> and they're like, mom, stop being weird. I'm like, no, we really are. We really are. It's very healing staring into each other's eyes, even there 30 is. seconds. Well, that was uh, the, um, we talked about this the other day about the, um, and the, uh, people have mixed opinions on this, but the, the Goop Labs series by Gwyneth Paltrow, um, that they did an episode on um, eye gazing. Well, it was it was on female pleasure was like the whole oh. thing, but they sent their people to a. It was it was like a, I guess it was an intimacy workshop, mm, but they were fun. Yeah, but but that was that was one of the exercises was just sitting and making actual like eye contact where and it was like don't break it and like so many people wanted to like yeah it's hard make make jokes and like not do that, um, and watching people like cry just from that because yeah. we don't have that in every day and doing like basic things like a hand massage and just watching how many people cried um from that which by the way is so funny one of my coaches um i i do single sessions with him like here and there like as i need it like he we do coaching on very very specific topics um but if I am struggling to connect with my emotions, I kind of like, I'm like, he is my crying coach. Like if I need a good cry, he will make that happen. But that's part of it because he asks me a question and we're talking. And then whenever I get uncomfortable, I look away and he's notorious for being like, hey, there's nothing up there in that corner. Like we're down here. Like, and then as soon as I'm trying to like say, because I can say it if I'm not making eye contact. Like if I'm looking yeah. up here um, and then if I'm looking at him though, like then the waterworks come but somebody who knows me well, um, 
will see it and I see it in myself when I watch it when I'm talking to people. Um, like even if I'm coaching somebody else, it's fine. But if they stop and like ask me a personal question, it's something that makes me uncomfortable. Like I look, <laughs> I look up to the corner and, I, and I've noticed myself doing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like um, it's such a crazy thing. But but intimacy and being being comfortable with those very personal moments. Um, anyways, I just wonder how many of these things that I've labeled as cheesy were actually could have been so beautiful and so sweet if I wasn't so concerned with what other people would think about me. Yeah. yeah. We just need some, if we just had some fairy wine, Damn it, it wouldn't be a problem. Damn it. Let me get a bottle of this. Where was that fairy wine early on? Mm. Oh, my gosh. I love that she, like, lies, though. She's like, I'm not drunk. <laughs> yes, you are, Feyre. <clears throat> yes, you are. Okay. All right. Where are we now? I'm, I'm around 227. 227. Right. Um, where she wants to go back and dance, and he's like, he wants to show her something better. Unless... I have I have so many lines. I think I'm I have, just, I have all I'm gonna of the do lines. a series. I was thinking about this as I was reading. I'm like, I think I'm gonna do like 25 different just graphics of my favorite all of those this and have to yeah. release them all on the day that, or just on summer solstice, which is for us. Oh my as gosh, we're summer, this, summer solstice. Be prepared for um, <laughs> so 35 Instagram of posts. my favorite quotes. But here's one. I was filled with sunshine. It was like I'd never experienced summer before. Like I'd never known who was waiting to emerge from that forest of ice and snow. Oh, ah, that so one's such a good one. I hadn't marked that one, but I remember that one standing out whenever I read it the first time. Oh, oh and then he then so they're having like the best time ever and he's pulling her away. He leaned close, his breath caressing the shell of my ear as he whispered, I want to show you something better. Mm hmm. I stopped objecting. I love that. Because she's like, trying, no, no, I want to stay. I want to show you something better. I stopped objecting. <laughs> oh, if he has something even better than this, Let's I'm go going see. with him. And it was. So they go to this meadow and they see the, the, the will of the, the wisps. wisps. I love it. Which always makes me think of Brave. Yes, of course. The Disney movie. Right. Anyone who's seen Brave can't help it. Right. And so I then. It was as unburdened as a piece of dandelion fluff. And he was the wind that stirred me about the world. Oh, it was so many good lines in this one. It is. And like, and I love this moment where she's like, I didn't need to pretend. I didn't need to be anything but what I was right then. You know, and oh my gosh, like that one hit me. Like I had to stop with that one. So we've already talked a little bit in this, you know, about, you know, feeling free to be fully ourselves, right? And to be exactly who we are and how like that takes no energy. We're trying to navigate other people's opinions of us is what gets so draining and tiring but i liked the the addition of right then to this it changed it for me because this i've had so many conversations lately with people about like figuring out who we are and everybody talks about it as if it's like this you know it's this destination it's this place i have to get to where mm -hmm. like you know, like one of these days I'll know who I am. Mm. And and then you know, combine that with the fact that we're like growing and evolving and we're becoming this next version of ourselves. And this idea of like there's always that work. There's always like becoming work. There's always an ongoing revealing, I think, of our true selves that never stops. We're always on this continuum. But this idea of like who she was right in that moment 
And we know, like we've talked to you guys about this series, like the reason we're doing this series is she goes through so much transformation. Like who she is in book three is not who she is right totally now. Totally unrecognizable. But like, she's like who I am right now. I'm like as healed as yeah. she is, as aware as she is, where she's like, like I can just be exactly me. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like that was a thing that I needed to hear because I get so focused on seeing seeing the, it's that scarcity mindset, like seeing how far there is still to go. Mm-hmm and limiting what I'm allowed to do. And I'm like, oh, no, no. Like where I am right now, as healed as I am, with as much information as I as I have, knowing that I still have blind spots, that I still have parts of myself I haven't like reconciled, that I still have parts of myself that I don't love fully as much as I would like to. Like whatever is true right now, like can I be free to just be right here? Yeah. And not be constantly feeling like I can't, like that there's anything that's not available to me where I'm at right now because I'm not to some future point. And I'm like, gosh, like I was just I just kept thinking about that like freedom of like the ability to embrace everything of ourselves that is true right now and to feel the freedom to show up as that version of ourselves. <laughs> Nothing exactly to see here, people. <laughs> Nothing to see here, people. Um and on that, uh, the whole finding ourselves thing, one one thing that's that keeps coming up for me is that we don't we don't find ourselves. That's what I you know when I was like a teenager, they're like you're gonna go out, you're gonna go find yourself. Like maybe you don't want to go straight to college, you want to go travel first and find yourself. That was all, all yeah. that language, and I love the language of we don't find ourselves, we create ourselves. Like mm. we are, we're creating our destiny, we're creating who we are, and it's not something that you can. Like figure out, oh, I finally figured out who I am. Like we're actively creating who we are every day, every decision, every choice we make. Yeah. We're creating it. I agree. And I and I think like for me it's always it's like it's like that both and because there's also there are also versions like there's aspects of my true self that have been um I think it'd be like like covered up, you know. And so I'm like I feel like a part of the process for me is being able to see more clearly what's actually already there right where i'm like oh it's like okay this was this person's expectation of me this was like midwest politeness this is what like the church told me i needed to be this is what this and like there's there's a version of it that's you know one of the analogies that um you know my mentor gave me was like it's the idea of you know we're carrying around this like backpack full of heavy rocks and it makes like life super hard and can we stop and take those rocks out and that's why i tell my people i'm like if if the personal development work that you're doing feels like it's adding more rocks to your backpack something is off in the way that we're approaching it i'm like i feel like each you know each version of um or how am i saying this whenever we engage in personal development that's what it should feel like and not like it's not difficult but like when you go through an intense season of growth, it should feel like you stopped and just took a bunch of rocks like out of your backpack that you're not carrying anymore. And so I'm like, I'm, I always have this like imagery of both of like, I'm on, I'm on a journey to this place that I'm going. Like I've decided like, here's this destination and I'm traveling there. But part of my work is like simultaneously traveling there while every few feet, like stopping and being like, that's a rock I don't need to carry. That wasn't mine. Okay. Okay. That's a rock I didn't need to carry. That was mine. And I see myself getting to the top and being unburdened, right? In a way that when I get to wherever I'm going, I'm also not carrying around all this stuff that wasn't mine. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that would be nice. 
there was just a way to just take the whole backpack off right without <laughs> needing fairy wine <laughs> without needing fairy wine but that was yeah but that was this passage that i'm like okay but at, at any point like so right now if we really want to stretch this metaphor if there was like a bottom of the mountain top of the mountain and a certain amount of rocks like at any point i still have a certain amount of rocks in my backpack and a certain amount of space to go and it's like it, can i be in a place where all of that's true and I still feel the freedom to be exactly where I'm at without self-judgment, without I'm not there yet. Like, no, 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 this is me. See, I still got these rocks in my backpack. Yeah. We're still working on those. And that's where we're going. And and I can dance right here. Would be easier with some fairy wine. But no. <laughs> we don't have access. We're doing the best that we can. Oh my goodness. Okay, but this whole All moment, right. this is such a sweet. Oh, so she's feeling the freedom to be herself and to be really engaged. She's still got the fairy wine in her system, but gosh, this is just such a sweet time that they have together. We do have a little bit more junior highness, though, of like, I'm thinking I might kiss you. <laughs> like, then do it. Do it. Tim? <laughs> Tim, Tim? Oh my gosh. And then the whole like, Oh my goodness. And then he does, and then she's like, that's it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But at least we finally have a little. We've got a kiss. Okay, but they do have to go back as much fun as they're having. They've got to get back to actually see the. What is it? They're seeing the sunrise, right? Sunrise, yes. Mm -hmm. The sky shifted into periwinkle and the clouds filled with pink light. Then, like a shimmering disk too rich and clear to be described, the sun slipped over the horizon and lined everything with gold. It was like seeing the world being born. And we were the sole witnesses. Oh, so good. good. Okay, so then this next paragraph, though, call back to... All the way back to... Was it chapter 2 or chapter 3? I think it was chapter 2. Yeah. Where... Um, you know, we Yeah, we had talked about... You know, there being this chapter at the beginning where her dad's saying, like, let let them imagine a better world because we need hope as much as we need bread. And she's just like, there is it no such thing. Doesn't exist, right? There, it no. doesn't exist. You know, and she so she calls back to this. You know, my father once told me that I should let my sisters imagine a better life, a better world. Oh, and I told him there was no such thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm explaining it, and it was literally quoted right there. Um, but she's like, I never understood because I couldn't couldn't believe that it was even possible until now. Until now. And she, you know, recognizes this is the happiest moment of her life. And, and I'm like, gosh, okay, guys, such, such, there is so much there where when, so much. like that, there are, again, there are things in my life right now that are possible for me that as I think back, I'm like, uh, yeah, I couldn't, yeah, I, you couldn't, you can't see them. Yeah. Like, like you I was right. I stand by what I said at that moment, because at that moment, there wasn't a better world, but now until now now i can see that there is hope which is again whenever i whenever i talk about acceptance i'm like i think the thing that most people people are trying to accept their narrative about the future i'm like the thing that you need to accept about the future is that it's unknown amen sister <laughs> so many interesting yeah. things can happen and sometimes through you know just just so many things that you can't imagine you can't see it you can't you can't predict it and um Again, I still think we make choices. Like if we decide what we're doing tomorrow, in my understanding of the world, like 
it's I still make choices based on what is actually true right now. Mm-hmm. I just also like remind myself I'm like yeah, but like three days from now something else could be different and They're completely different, you know. And that there can be um, possibilities and things that are open to me that I couldn't see or imagine or understand right then. But yeah, I do think I do think most people dream too small. I think I still dream too small because it's so hard to to step outside of that. I gotta say, I definitely don't dream. You too don't. Small. You are, and I think <laughs> I do not. I have the opposite problem. <laughs> If it's possible to be too radically optimistic, that's me. And I don't, I, I it feels wrong to, because all the advice is for, because most people don't have that issue. So all of the advice is like, dream bigger, dream bigger. So I'm like, okay, I'll dream even bigger. But uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to be said about the practicality of like, what can be done this week, Amanda? Yes, those things can happen. So do you, do you feel like there is, I mean, do you feel like it's served, like, do you feel like it's served you or do you feel like, yeah, so like the way I present it to people is like we, we make you new know, decisions based on um, accepting what's true in the moment while also having that. Like, do you feel like the, how am I saying it? So we've got the big hope for the future. Do you feel like there's a, a lack of, lack of daily decisions like based on acceptance or do you feel like it still just serves you and directs your steps right now? Somewhere in between. Okay. Yeah, I love it. But it's fun. I tell you what, though, like, it's fun. And that's another one of those things, like, for our friendship where I can, you know, again, I connect with Feyre because I'm much more on, like, a <laughs> I can go to the place of, like, no, I'm just, I'm just being in acceptance, right? Yeah. We really, I'm being um, in resignation. Um, and it, it, it's been helpful for me to, to be around you and, like, to, to see you dream big. I think that's helped me dream bigger. And it's, it's been helpful. I'm like, oh, Okay, so my brain doesn't do that, but okay, okay. Like I can like track and get on board with this and yeah. um, it's been helpful for me to to get to observe that in you and to kind of be along for the journey. Big dreams. Big, very, very big dreams. dreams. Very, very big dreams. Oh, but so Feyre, so all of hers, all of hers got to this place where it's the happiest moment of my life. Don't you guys feel like, okay, can we just say though, like, so this is the happiest moment of my happiest. life moment of my life and I don't know if anybody else and maybe it's just because we know it's a novel but like it's equal parts like ah oh shoot now what because you can't be at chapter 25 of a novel and be like this is the happiest one in my life and the idea that like okay so then it's tomorrow like the next happiest like this wasn't the mm-hmm. ending of the book it's like we I, I found myself getting to this place of, and doing the oh that's so sweet oh, oh dang it now what <laughs> Now what's going to happen? And we are, oh my gosh, guys, I cannot wait to get to the next chapter because we we get the next few is the, what happens? Okay. (laughs) Okay, in chapter 26, I can't wait to record the next one. Uh, Thank you for joining us here at A Court of Transformation and Awakening, a.k.a. Akota. And we would love for you to join us over on our circle community at ACOTA, that's A-C-O-T-A-A dot circle dot S-O, where you can dive in for absolute magic and juiciness and get even more involved. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye.